Addiction is a powerful disease and watching a loved one battle it can be both gut-wrenching and infuriating. On today's case, Mrs. Ingram says she wishes she could turn back the clock on her marriage to a time before her husband's alcohol dependency took over their lives. She says she is tired of public humiliations, the hidden bottles, and her husband's general lack of concern about his condition or her feelings. Mrs. Ingram has had enough, and she's brought the divorce papers to divorce court today to prove it. Let's hear her case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Ingram versus Ingram. Thank you. Mrs. Ingram, you're in court today seeking a divorce. You say that you've had enough of your husband's selfish behavior and you have taken matters into your own hands. You decided to separate two months ago and today will actually be the first time you've seen him in 70 days. Are you ready to face your husband? Yes, Your Honor. Robert, please ask Mr. Ingram to join us. Sure. Hello, Mr. Ingram. Good morning, Your Honor. How are you? All right. So, you have not seen your wife in 70 days, and you told our court staff that nothing would get in the way of you coming here to save your marriage. That's correct, Your Honor. Mrs. Ingram, how does it feel to see your husband after 70 days? This is hard, Your Honor. No one comes to divorce court lightly, especially someone who has been married for two and a half years after being together four years. You were building a life, and now you say that life is over. Why don't you take me back to how you all met? Your Honor, we actually met at the grocery store. We were both in line, and I did not put the separator in between our groceries, and the lady started ringing up my groceries with his groceries. And we were joking around in line. I told him, oh, no, I don't want you... Those are my groceries. You take care of yours. And he was like, oh, no, not a problem. I'll pay for yours. (laughs) So he paid for both of our groceries, and we walked out of the store, exchanged information, And we started talking from there. And we talked for roughly three months Mm -hmm. (laughs) before we even decided to start dating. So it sounds like it started out really wonderfully. How did we get here in court today, ma'am? Your Honor, we got here today because I'm tired. I am tired of my husband's alcohol problem. He Mm. drinks entirely too much. And that alcohol issue is affecting our marriage. Mm -hmm. We do have a child together that we are raising, and I feel we have conflicting parenting styles with that. So that's also been an issue. We'll get into the specifics in just a minute. Um, I just want to go over to Mr. Ingram. Mr. Ingram, you heard your wife's claims that your marriage has been damaged because of your drinking. What say you, sir? I say that's 100% true, ma'am. My drinking has caused problems between me and my wife. Are you aware that you have a drinking problem? Yes, ma'am. I'm totally aware. Um, I am 72 days sober. So you recognize that your addiction is damaging physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, correct? Yes, ma'am. And congratulations on your sobriety. Tell me what you've done to 
uh, work on your sobriety? For me, I'm going through therapy, Your Honor. Um, You're working with an independent therapist? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, uh, I have a friend that I'm also seeking AA with every week. We meet. Um, so you've been attending Alcoholics Anonymous? Yes. I recognize the things that I've said and I've done. I'm remorseful and I'm sorry. I'm apologetic. Alcohol in my life played a big part in my decisions. I'm going to go on over to the plaintiff, Ms. Zingram, and ask her about some of those decisions. Ms. Zingram, tell me what you've been experiencing. Well, Your Honor, the alcohol has been an issue. Mm -hmm. We actually had an incident where we went out for my birthday to mm -hmm. a hibachi restaurant. Oh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> and he had been home the entire day drinking oh, while no. I was at work. And when we went to the restaurant, sat down, and he immediately started um, sweating profusely. Mm -hmm. And he got up like, to go to the restroom. And when he got up to go to the restroom, he passed out on the floor. Wow. So me being his wife and a protector, I automatically was like, oh, no, his, his sugar levels must be down. Mm. <laughs> when he was just really drunk as Cootie Brown. Absolutely. Okay. Mr. Ingram, tag your it. I was drinking throughout the day. I drink to cope with a lot of things that I've went through in my life. I'm a diabetic. My wife knows I'm a diabetic. So when I passed out at the restaurant, it wasn't for, um, cause what y'all two said, drunk is a skunk. My sugar levels dropped. My wife knew, cause instantly, she made me some orange juice and sugar. So she knew I wasn't drunk. She knew that I needed sugar. No, no, sugar. no, 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 no. You were drunk. No, 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 I no, was not drunk. No, you were drunk, No, sir. I was not. If you're not going to My admit... sugar, I, I, look, I said I was drunk. But you said I was drunk as a skunk. I know. Actually, I said drunk as Cootie Brown. Get the analogy correct. Right, well, Let me be real clear with you. James, you we're not in here truth. arguing on whether or not drunk. you were drunk. Yes. Sir, we're not in here arguing on whether you were drunk. You know you were drunk. So stand in your truth. Because if we're not going to get to the truth, why are we here? We, I'm finna get to the truth. I was drunk. Okay, then I case was, closed. Was you drunk. were drunk. Yes, I was drunk and my sugar lo levels dropped. Because Correct. of my alcohol drinking, yes. There it is. That's the truth. I abused alcohol, period. Got gotcha, you, whether it's, whether it's a fifth or it's a pint, I abused it. Yes, sir. Like most people in here can have a few drinks. You have a drink when you go home with your wife? Every yeah, once in a while. All right, cool. See, I go home and have a drink with myself every night. There was a football game that we were supposed to attend. Oh, that oh, don't was, do that. He did not go and left me to be the only person there to support our child. I missed one of the biggest games of this boy's life. He was disappointed in me. Sir, something tells me that there was something else that was involved, and that's why you're so emotional. Promotional consideration provided by... Divorce Court will be right back. We've established that the drinking is an issue. We have established that Mr. Ingram um, has abused alcohol and is an addict. We have established that. An addict. That's an illness. But there are a couple of other issues that are at the foundation of why you are seeking a divorce, one of which is the parenting style. Explain to me what you're talking about. He hasn't been an active parent. He doesn't put me and the child first. There was a football game that we were supposed to attend. Oh, that no. Don't was, do that. 
Don't do that. There was a football game that we were supposed to attend. We were both invited to the football game. But he did not go because I don't even believe it was a day that he was scheduled to work. I think he got called in to work because somebody else called off. And he went in and left me to be the only person there to support our child. And it was an important game, I understand. And it was an important game. It was for the championship. Uh, Mr. Ingram? I love my son. I love my wife. I chose to go to work. I missed one of the biggest games of this boy's life. And they lost. He was upset. He was hurt. He called me. I never told her this. He was disappointed in me. I needed you there, and I wasn't there. I'm here now, son. I ain't gonna miss no more games, bro. Mr. Ingram. Yeah. Young people have very few things in their young lives as they're developing. That's true. That they look at as measures of success. And your child... correct told you what was important to him. And you say to me, and you said to your wife, you chose work. Sir, something tells me that there was something else that was involved and why you weren't there. And that's why you're so emotional. And you're going to have to deal with the ramifications. And what the ramifications are is that you are showing that young man this is the example of do the that. man. Yes, you don't, are. Don't do that. You can shake don't, your head at me if you want don't to. Do that. You have a young life that depends on your example. Absolutely. 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 And you have not been a good example. I haven't. I'm sorry. And he I, said I that he missed for money. The alcohol is all behind all of it. That's and nice. it's not just him. He's not supportive of me. I was my grandmother's caregiver while she was on hospice. She passed don't away. Do that, man. And he, he and I got into an altercation and he told me that he should have left me when my grandmother passed. That's a mean-spirited thing to say. I loved her grandmother. I was wrong for what I said. And I might not come back from that, Yana. I'm here now asking for forgiveness. I'm here now admitting to my wrongs as a man, as a husband, and as a father. I was wrong. I messed up. I'm sober, wife. Judge Stott. I'm not going back to Chicago without this lady. So, Mr. Ingram, why should Mrs. Ingram take you back? I'm not drinking no more. I'm spending more time with my child. I haven't been seeing her. So, you being away from a person for almost three months, right? It's the first time I've seen my wife, bro. Excuse me, why are you talking to Robert? I messed up. No, you messing up. I have actually brought the divorce papers here, and I've already signed them. I would like for him to sign them. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Mrs. Ingram, what caused the actual separation and where do you all stand right now? So, actually, in November... That is when we officially started living apart. We were supposed to renew our lease, but he told me he was not renewing the lease. He did not want to renew the lease because he wanted to move closer to where our son was staying. 
So we decided, okay, we're not renewing the lease. I told him, if we're not renewing the lease, I need you. It's going to be your responsibility to find something that is a place that I'm comfortable in, that is accepting of pets, because we do have a little dog, and that's within our price range. That makes sense. And since you don't want to renew the lease, that's your responsibility to find that, because we have all of that here. He has not done that, and that was in November. We are already months <laughs> from November, so that's why I feel he hasn't put forth the effort with doing anything. Where are you? Wait, wait. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Mr. Ingram, yeah, one right, moment, right. please. I'm sorry. Where are you living now? He is back in the hood, staying with the relative, and I am also staying with the relative. So you don't have a family home right now? No, we do not. Mr. Ingram. You wanted to say something. So, first of all, right, she said this happened in November, which is true. We moved out December 1st, okay? I'm, I went to, to a relative. She went to a relative. She stopped talking to me the first week of January when I said what I said. Okay, Mr. Ingram, though, you moved out of the house. Let me, let me... But I, you're giving me dates, and so I'm going to ask I'm you about the dates. I'm quarterback this for you. Let no, me, no, let me I don't need you to quarterback. I need you to be factual. I am if you back. tell me the lease is over in November, you move out in December, and she stopped speaking to you a month later in January. Okay, okay, so... I wouldn't have been okay, speaking look, to you look, on look, December look. 2nd. Look, 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 look. So, December is a hard month for both of us. She knows this, right? Why is it a hard month? My mother passed in December, and her grandmother passed in December, the first week. I didn't do what I needed to do then. I did not. Everything did not. that we have talked about today... Robert, don't drop your head, because when you drop your head, I know what that means. Mm -hmm. Every single topic that we have brought up today, you have ended with, I didn't do what I needed to I do. I didn't do what I needed to do. I did. So, Mr. Ingram, why should Mrs. Ingram take you back? Okay. So... Make your case. I'm finna make my case. You better believe that. So my case is made because I, I drunk a lot. I suppressed a lot of my feelings with alcohol. Memories from 20 years ago, right? You know, I said something hurtful to my wife. I love my wife. I die for my wife. You know what I'm saying? I'm not drinking no more. I'm spending more time with my child. I haven't been seeing her. This is the first time I actually looked at her in months, right? So, if you being away from a person for almost three months, right? It's the first time I've seen my wife, bro. I ain't even say hi to my wife. She walked right past me. Excuse me, why are you talking to Robert? I messed up. No, you messing up. I, I messed up with my wife. And um, all I can ask for is for a second chance. You're not talking about a second chance, Mr. Ingram. You're talking uh, about a, a 15th, fourth. a 57th, a 72nd. I have actually brought the divorce papers here and I've already signed them. I would like for him to sign them. Mrs. Ingram, I normally say, let's figure out if there's anything left. Mr. Ingram, you have destroyed every aspect of a loving relationship. Robert, will you please retrieve the paperwork for me, please? I'd like to at least review it. Mrs. Ingram, you came to court today with one purpose, and that is to have your divorce paperwork signed. You say your husband's drinking is completely out of control and you don't feel supported in any aspect of your marriage. Thank you, Robert. Mm -hmm. Mr. Ingram, you came here today with high hopes, you say, of saving your marriage. But a man who has lost his wife and has been 
apart from her for 70 days, would have come into this courtroom with the following. A new lease of a two-bedroom or more apartment, you would have also walked up in here with the Alcoholic Anonymous chip that says, I've been doing the work to be the man that I say I am. You'd have walked in here with a witness, a therapist that you've been going to that could say, we've been working on some of the core issues that that are underneath why he drinks so much. Those are the things that should be required of a man who says he wants to fight for his wife. I don't see any of it. I heard a lot of talk. I see a lot of posturing. I hear a lot of promises. Can I, can I say something? Sure, Mr. Ingram. Shanika, I'm sorry, man. I've hurt you. I've said some rude things to you. I have not been supportive enough to you. And I'm here today saying I'm sorry, man. I made a million promises, and I can barely keep two of them. But I promise you right now, I'm willing to do whatever. I have a therapist on my phone right now. He can vouch for me today. This is the thing. When you come to court, you bring evidence. You make your case. Yes, ma'am. Mrs. Ingram came in here and laid out a case. And you couldn't defend that case. I can't defend that case. I can't. At this point, I'm, I'm done. Mrs. All of Ingram, that is matter. there anything left that you can depend on when it comes to Mr. Ingram at all? I'm done. It doesn't matter anymore. I've given chance after chance. Mr. Ingram, this is what I'm going to do. Mrs. Ingram has already signed the papers. I can't force you to sign any papers, but I can say to you at that time, you've been served. And thus begins a process. You're going to have to pick your shoulders up, put on your big boy shoes, and actually put some action behind all of these words because I haven't seen any action and the tears don't matter. Robert, serve these papers. Mr. Ingram, you can serve. Mrs. Ingram, I believe very strongly that alcohol is a solvent, a substance that's able to dissolve another substance resulting in a solution. And that is, it ruins marriages, families, and careers. This man's addiction was a solvent in your marriage. It ruined it. And he was not prepared to do the things necessary to fix it. This marriage is over. I'd move on with my life, Mrs. Ingram. Take back my name and start to build because you've wasted far too much time. Robert, from a a father's perspective, that just had to break your heart. Let me tell you, he chose not to go to the football game. Yes. He chose not to renew the lease. Mm -hmm. Guess what? When he chose not to renew the lease, he chose not to be with his wife. But that's not the first example. Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, we are now at example number 63 and counting. Right. This relationship was doomed from the beginning. The man is an addict, does not acknowledge his addiction. Right. There's nothing this woman can do except cut her losses and move on. Made in Georgia.